welcome to episode 134 of the 618 Cast. My name is Mike Townsroe. Uh, tonight I'm joined by one Kyle Stevenson. Hi. Harry Lazidis is I here. I gotta be the better me. And Justin Hyde. <sighs> Ooh, let me get a sip. Why are you drinking Celsius? Why are you... Help me get off my back. I gotta be the better me. Day two, everybody. Welcome to hell. No. Yeah. I hmm? I can't tell. Mm. Say it with me. I like the the, the, the flavor of Harry Carmen. product. I like the, the aftertaste. Wildberry. I'm shocked at how good it was. It's so good. I'm sad it wasn't actually blue when I poured it out. But yeah. like what? Arctic water wildberry. Pretty good. The blue one? Yeah, that I've never had. <laughs> I don't like that one. It feels tasty. Okay. Like Elmer's. That's nice. Hey, anyways, it's PAX Day 2, <laughs> and it feels like Day 27. Uh, how's everyone feeling today? Everything hurts and my body hurt. Yeah. I'm young and feel great. Yeah. I'm old and Cut to five minutes ago, Justin squatting on the corner of the bed, screaming inside, uh, into the, the bedding. Ah, oh, my ears hurt. <laughs> Just My ears aren't young. Yeah, no, my I've got blisters at the bottom of my feet. I'm pretty sure one popped. Ooh, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. yeah. Just like the prospectors. <laughs> Just like the prospectors, whatever that means. Yeah, elaborate like, on yeah. that, please. The, the miners. You ever seen Toy Story 2? He's got blisters on his finger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Educate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Who wants to go? <laughs> Who played one video games today? Well, you... You play. You should start with you. Should we start with the big one? I only played. I only played one game today. Oh, and it's the same game that we that I held off from talking yesterday. Yeah. Do it. Mina the Hollower. Oh, Mina Hollower. Game of the show. I'm saying it right now. I told Cecilia that I was like, yeah, I really think you have like the you it's have the talk of the show right now. And if this is what old school Zelda's like, I've been missing out big time. Like, Here's the thing. Old school Zelda? I've, ne- I've never played a Zelda game, Justin. <laughs> That's right, Matt. I know you're listening. <laughs> I'm so I'm like Tell That's people what huge. Mina the Hollower actually is, because not everyone might know. Yeah, so Mina uh, the Hollower, he plays Little Mouse. It's a Game Boy-style adventure game. Um, and you are... Uh, uh, you know, just making your way to downtown, the walking fast, baby. There's a boss. Uh, there isn't a whole lot of puzzles. Um, well, they even said exclusive. There's no puzzles. Yeah, there's just... no puzzles. But there's still like hidden. There's hidden things. It's yeah, the yacht club flair. Yeah, it's very Zelda in that sense. It's very yeah. 2D Zelda. Um, <laughs> and Mina, as a mouse, you can burrow underground to evade enemies. That's uh, their version of a dodge roll, is what yeah. they were saying. Um, and you can do that to also like go underneath obstacles to find hidden rooms and just uh, traverse across the levels. Uh, there's multiple weapons you can use. Uh, I felt like the daggers are probably the best. I agree. Because uh, there's faster. There's a chainmail. Like I, I use that. Yeah. Which is very Castlevania-esque. And then there's a big old hammer that's very slow. As Cecilia said, I was like, at the moment, this is kind of a broken weapon. Yeah. Unless you're really good at timing. I was like, I am not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it does the thing where if you die, you lose your spark. Um, and in order to keep your bones, which are the currency, you need to have your spark still. So it's similar to like a Souls game where yes. you have to 
either retrieve that spark from where it is on the battlefield or kill the enemy that killed you to get the spark back. Um, it's awesome. Harry, you, you played a little bit before I did, before I took over. I agree. Um, yeah. There's also progression with Mina herself, where if you collect a certain amount of bones, yeah, that was at least for the first level. Mm -hmm. You can upgrade either your weapon, your defenses, um, other things, um, and then it helps you progress forward. Especially because there's so many save checkpoints, mm -hmm. so you're not you're constantly pushing forward and not trying to grind or try to get bones because they're very plentiful. Um, as long as you don't die long enough, you can save it, pocket it, and then do something with it. And one of the things you can do is once you hit the 600 bones for a level up, you can also turn that into uh, bone dust to mm -hmm. then never worry about losing those yeah so it's like locked in. Them. yeah it's kind of locked in. Yeah, the interesting thing with bone dust is that's how i feel exactly <laughs> after day two <laughs> excellent transition <laughs> um yeah I, I played less than you guys because i had the 15 yeah, minute timer, the timer off for us. Yeah. yeah um you mentioned the soulsy thing i i you know it, it's getting to the point where like everything's a roguelike everything's a souls like whatever but um Cecilia, the, the rep from Yacht Club, did like explicitly say, like, yes, uh, Bloodborne was an inspiration, and you could very much feel the Bloodborne element to this game. The healing thing in so, particular. So, yeah, it's the healing thing. Um, obviously, the environments being more, like, dark, spoopy vibes. Um, I love the humor in it. Also, there's, like, really dark, fucked-up humor. <laughs> like, did you guys do the, uh, the Gravedigger, like, side thing? We, I didn't pay attention to what yeah. you said. So, essentially, like, there's, like, little side quests and stuff, which is really fascinating as well. So, And one of them was that you have to help. There, Like, you come across a grave digger who's just tired of digging all the graves. And if you destroy, or if you, you, like, attack the graves and, like, the dirt goes away. If you dig all the graves and you go talk to her again, she's like, oh, thank you so much. Now I could finally have my eternal rest. And she just dies. Oh, that's why we got gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah kind of with the Bloodborne elements as well uh, funny enough I found myself doing the crowd control thing where there was an area where like there was like three ghouls mm -hmm. in like the graveyard like one to the left one to the right one like a little bit down below and I would per like first as I was walking through I got my ass kicked by all three of them mm -hmm. at once um, but when I came back I Again, did the Bloodborne thing where I like steered to the left a little bit and I just aggroed him and I backed up. I fumbled him in like through like a little chokehold. Mm -hmm. Chokehold? Yeah. 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 That was good. Bottleneck. 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 That's what I was yeah. for. Choke point. Choke point. Yep. Not chokehold. <laughs> um, and then I would do Words. the same with the left one and then eventually take on the, the bottom one. So it's, it has that feeling, uh, which I really appreciate. And something I complimented Cecilia on, or I guess the team in general, is that so many games nowadays are like there are many games that try to do the souls like like a retro inspired souls like or a bloodborne like and not a lot of people nail it i think mina really fucking nails it while also being true to like the gba or the gbc zelda games mm -hmm. um even like you were saying harry the checkpointing system like essentially what the bonfires are in this game like yeah, the little yeah. burrowing holes that's fair um they're like plentiful like it's great like I, even though like i was getting my ass kicked quite a bit did you like find that like you kind of had 
trouble remembering to burrow. Like I feel like so constantly, constantly. That's like, the thing. I, I think you just have to like train yourself a little bit. Like it also it. there's just the tiny bit of maybe not delay, but there's air time when you go to burrow. Yes, that it's not instant, so you gotta. But I think on top. Well, of they that. said it was intentional because yes. like, if it was that easy, you guys would just, just be, be staying on the ground all the time. Like, and I think there is some sort of eye frame thing going on. Because, like, there were times where, like, I didn't get hurt. And, like, no. I should have definitely got hurt. Mm-hmm. So it feels like a... Yeah. It's like still a, like early, yeah. Because yeah. then when we asked about the December 2023 release, they were like, we're not feeling that that's... Yeah. Because like, <laughs> they, they had said, to put yeah, it for Kickstarter. For Kickstarter, they just picked the furthest date possible yeah. they could do. And that's the, that, at that time, that was the furthest mm-hmm. date. So Yeah, so likely next year. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine. And, I, like, I told Cecilia this. I was like, listen, like... You guys earned your stripes with Ya with uh, Shelton mm-hmm. Light. Like I think you can save all the time in the world, and nobody's gonna be pissed at it. And we got further than you, so we saw the boss, and we saw. I don't know if you saw. Uh, had to do like the um, statue head puzzle thing. Yeah, I stopped in the room where the arrows okay. were. Yeah. So you uh, you essentially have to like bring these statue heads um, to the rest of its body and place it on to unlock doors and yeah. gates and whatnot. The, but when you uh, pick up the head, uh, this green ghost thing follows you, and you have to drop it, and then it'll leave you alone, mm-hmm. similar to like a Boo from Mario yeah. if you're looking at it. Um, and they're all you you have to tr- uh, traverse multiple screens with this head, while also maneuvering around other environmental obstacles like arrows and whatnot. So it becomes very challenging of when to drop it and when to pick it back up and stuff. Um, and then the boss, I killed it. I was like, yes, we did it. And then Harry's like, watch it have a second phase. And guess what? It has a second phase. Uh, yeah. And it's uh, way harder. And uh, yeah, it's real good. And we clearly played. We were supposed to see Shovel Knight stuff too, but we yeah. just kept playing Mina. It was like, um, it's an hour block. And then in my head, I'm like, we have like 20 minutes left. I look at 531. I'm like, oh shit, we're late for our next appointment. Yeah. So we let, that's where Kyle finished the yeah. Or died at the boss, and we're like, all right, we want to play more, but we can't like blow off our next appointment. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's um, it definitely melted away at the time. It's fantastic. It's something special, which is like no surprise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really exciting to like have the confirmation that like Yacht Club's new IP, like after Shovel Knight, being what it's been over ten years now with Shovel Knight, right? Uh, or about ten years? Why, it's been a long time. I think. Matt, I, I mean, Bloodborne I, turned eight today. Two, two, I don't know. Was holy like shit! Yeah. Right? Oh my Isn't that god. Crazy? Um, did but you, yeah. Did you get their names? I forgot their names. But we we talked to we had the game director and oh the art person. oh I forgot his the name. The game director and one of the uh, artists. Artists, yeah, I yeah. I forgot, forgot their names. They're both incredible. They're amazing. Like I'm sure everyone at Shovel Knight. Yeah. At, yeah. At, um, yeah uh, the funny thing happened. I was like, so how fun is it? You know, making. Uh, Easter eggs and secrets, and they just start laughing. He's like, "Oh, well, you're right next to one, so why don't you go find out?" And I was like, "Oh, yep, there it is." And you burrow, and there's like these little like mouse cutouts, and then oh, similar cool. to like the shovel knight where there's like a oh broken uh, yeah dirt and you go block. in and yeah 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 yeah. But yeah, um, it's great to know so that like Matt the... says ten years June 2024. Wow, which I think he means June 2014. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I just fact checked as well. June 26, 2014. Yeah, no, like I was saying, it's just, like, special to know that, um, or great to know that, like, their follow-up, like, their thing away from Shovel Knight, especially almost ten years later, is, uh, I would say, like, either living up to the hype that Shovel Knight uh-huh. did, 
and personally, just because I like the style of game more, exceeding expectations, and like I, I am more excited about this than mm-hmm. over like, uh, like another Shovel Knight expansion, for example. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they they also seem very very uh, excited or keen of making a game in, per generation or per console. Yeah, like they were yeah. joking around, it's like, oh, what's next? And they're like, well, we're working on something in three D. Like, ooh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But they're like, uh, hopefully we get to a point where we are making, like, PS3, 360-style games of, like, how they felt back in the day. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's such a fun vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mina's great. Yeah. yeah. It would be wild if they do it exactly 10 years after Shovel Knight, since next year is 10 years. Yeah. That'd and be make it, cool. like, a 3D Shovel Knight. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not going to announce that after. No, I know. No, I mean, like, when they get to the PS3 oh, yeah. era game. So in 2034. Yeah. <laughs> Nostalgia for the yeah, PlayStation yeah, yeah. One. Exactly. That'd be or cool. Two or three. That'd be cool. It's awesome. Mm. Uh. Oh, who wants to go? Oh. <laughs> Just tonight we did uh, the Infernax. We did. Uh, oh yeah. DLC. Do How was that? that? Yeah. Shout out to Hunter. Yeah. Shout out to Hunter. We got to sit down. With best couch packs. Yeah, best couch packs. Yeah. Right. I mean, Hands I up. haven't sat on many couches, but best couch. Oof. Out of the two, well, I didn't even do that one. Yeah. I would agree that it's not. It, it can't be the worst one I went no. to today. No, no, no. It, no, we, we said it. Harry had to help me out of the couch. We'll get to that later. But yeah, the Infernax DLC is awesome. They mm-hmm. added a new character. I think it's Silva? Serval. Serval. Yeah. Um, the squire to... Alcidor. Alcidor, yeah. Who's the main character from the base game. Could you say, um, play Infernax. It's fucking great. Yes, please yeah, do. Like, so, I feel like not a lot of people have played it last year, and... People need to play it. Yes. It's fucking phenomenal. It's, yeah, it really is phenomenal. I love the difficulty of it. I yeah. love like the classic Castlevania vibes. It's cool because Serval is an entirely different character. Like obviously it's like you're playing as a different character, different name, but it's like the way that they play is completely yeah, different. So like, it's essentially a support character. Yeah, like yeah. so Alcidor is the base, you know, mace flail, whatever. And when you upgrade Alcidor it's just health, strength mana when uh serval yep upgrades you can put a point into the new crossbow power up which is a, a tower tower knight shield like in in demon souls the big giant shield Hell yeah a banner to make you move faster and attack faster and then there's uh another upgrade path as uh, well he mentioned eyeball magic which yes. okay. we didn't get to see, no. sure. and I didn't get to use, but it sounds crazy. It's wild. The cool huh. thing about um, Serval is, well, one, there's like a way higher skill ceiling on him, because his primary weapon, as opposed to Alcidor, who's like swinging a mace, your classic like run and bash and kill, yeah. he is tossing axes. He's essentially oh. a hammer bro. Well, or like, um, what was it, Simon Belmont? Yeah, it's the power yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So all his a Richter. Stuff, Simon Richter. Matt, the two. Matt, fact check me. Who <laughs> <laughs> throws axes? I think it's Richter for some reason. I don't know. Simon's the whip. Unlike Alcidor, all the skills that you unlock with Serval, you can actually cycle through. It's not like a weapon wheel, per se, but like you can tap left trigger and it gives you the banner, the crossbow, mm. X, Y, and Z. And the crossbow does take time to reload, but it is devastating. Yeah. Like, so I can only imagine how hard it is playing through the campaign again just by yourself as Serval, which is why I say like there's probably a much higher skill ceiling because it's sure. not just... And you can. You can. can. Okay, that's which interesting. Which is really, really interesting. Yeah. But we got to play together, which was cool because he was playing as Alcidor and taking on a brunt of the combat, 
and I was like learning pretty much like the arc and the distances on my axes. So I was able to like hit people or hit the wing. There are, for people that haven't played Inferno Axe, it's pretty much just monstrous monstrosities <laughs> that are like taking Excellent. over this kingdom. And Apt. Yeah, so like there's these flying eyeballs that were attacking Kyle, and they're coming down. They always do. From a palace. <laughs> So it's actually a really big problem. <laughs> <laughs> They're all over Boston. It's, yeah, it's wild. They only come after me. Beds of eagles. <laughs> Beds of eagles. No, but it's cool because, like, I'm able to, you know, thwart all these eyeballs that are swooping down and trying to attack Kyle as he's, like, focusing on the enemies in front of him. And as waves are pushing in, I can use the crossbow to then, you know, blast enemies back, oftentimes killing them in one hit, which yeah. is, like, unheard of for that game. Um, it's also really cool because the banner and the shield while they can block projectiles and give you buffs and stuff, you can also place them. Mm. So we go into a battle, or even when we were in, I didn't even think about it, mm -hmm. but when, when, we were, when we were in that first boss castle, mm -hmm. I could have used the shield and placed it in front of those, um, they're like these machines that shoot harpoons at you, mm -hmm. as they do. <laughs> and as they do. Classic. You can, you can pretty much just rig it so that you're yeah. eliminating that obstacle. Hunter was, cool. was talking about like you can place the hunter down, go or, or the, t the place sh the hunter down, the, the shield down, <laughs> and go back. And then if your crossbow is upgraded, you can shoot through the shield and it'll just go through every enemy. That's awesome. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I'm a fan of those. Now, yeah. is it just straight up like adding a new character, or is there like new? I think it's just levels and stuff. Also, just from levels. what we played, it's just a new character. I mean, yeah, new, but. The character is like I said. It, every it changes. It sounds like it changes the gameplay drastically. Yeah, it, which it, is impressive. Like yeah, that like you didn't really have to alter anything in the game to. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like, it's you know you're still going through the same dungeons. You're still going through the same levels and the same areas. And like, if you chose to kill or not kill the guy in the very beginning, you know what the outcome of that is based off your decision if you're right. beating the game. But this feels like a whole different experience just because of how you have to approach everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. The game is challenging enough as it is, just playing as the guy that's meant to be played as the main character. But when you approach it from like, I have to strategize and learn how things change on a vertical basis instead of just jumping and swinging and like using oftentimes like super devastating magic, like Alcidor gets really powerful by the end of the game. That's cool. But again, uh, he has the eyeball magic that we didn't see. But yeah, like it changes it to a degree that's like, it feels like a different game, despite awesome. it not being a different game. I've been meaning to go back to it. Um, and we destroyed that first boss, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it was oh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Melted him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been meaning to go back um, and replay on Steam Deck. Mm. I, I told Hunter, it's like, i deciding whether or not I want to go back for the Platinum. He was like, well, good luck, because we added more trophies. So, Ooh, nice. It's <laughs> like, all right, thanks a lot, man. Oh, there's probably... There's several trophies. There's 1,000% trophies. That's going to be... Just buy a piece of drywall to beat your head against. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, I've been um, yeah, I've been itching to go back. And maybe, maybe I'll pick it up for the train ride home. There something, you go. Treat yourself. Yeah. Yo, speaking of treating yourself, yo, fucking... I have, I'm so happy with myself that I have not really purchased anything. Nice. Mm. Yeah. I, I the only thing I grabbed was the um Crypt of the Necrodancer vinyl. Same. Yeah. Harry bought me a hat. Nice. Oh, it's a it's a hat. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a cool hat. Yeah. It is a cool hat. I might go get Golf Club Wasteland. Me too. I kinda want Colossus is it, Down. Just because Is that a limited run? No, it's Video Games New York. They had a Yeah. 
right, a yeah, European yeah. version of it. And I kind of want Colossus down just, cause, just because because mm-hmm. Mango. Our friends now. Yeah. Uh, before Harry goes, because he didn't get to, I don't think he got to play it, but they talked about it yesterday. I played Animal Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After you guys yeah. gushed about it. Mm-hmm. It's everything you said yesterday. It's gorgeous. Dude, like The exploration how... is incredible. I did something that I, Mike didn't do. I don't know if you did it. But, like, I found a match. And uh, I remember that there was, like, a unlit candle somewhere. Okay. So I had to, like, figure out where that was and go find it again to go do it. But the demo ended before I could make it back there. Uh-huh. But, like, I went... I was up, like, in the ceiling. Like, I went through this little uh, vent ish area and underneath are these two beautiful cranes just chilling they took up the whole screen Whoa. and it was gorgeous but i just realized so you were describing this before we started recording yeah. when you said you thought mechanical cranes did yep. you yeah, not know the I, bird I, crane like, <laughs> you were like two beautiful cranes i was like i don't remember any like machinery no in the no, game. no 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 <laughs> Avian cranes. Mm. Um, Avian cranes. <laughs> it's a good fucking band name. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it just the fact that you can have different approaches to that demo, different stories of yeah. what he did, and uh, small little things of like when you run through the vines, the vines actually move with the character. Like mm-hmm. those small little details, I absolutely love. Dude, said it last night. That game's gonna fucking take over when yeah. it comes out. And man, you weren't kidding when the. You throw a firecracker and yeah. the, the colors and lights that come off it. And like just I love the, how soft the, it is too. Like it's yeah, like, like God, it's, it's amazing. Not like the like warping. warping. Yeah. yeah, it's like um, uh, uh, car lights in a puddle kind of mm. thing. That's like rippling. Oh, I like that. It's shit. it's very okay, cool. Have you gotten a chance to see this yet? Have I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Animal well, yeah, yeah, animal well. You have to. It's probably my game of the show right Did now. Did I give you guys appointments? Because I don't remember that. No, 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 they weren't accepting appointments. Another thing, it's just a small detail, but Play again, it's like notes. the game as a whole is like the sum of the smaller parts. It's like, especially with the way that the aesthetics are presented, the way that like waterfalls mm-hmm. catch the light that's naturally in uh-huh. the levels is like, the game is just a joy to look at. Like, yeah, you, it really is. It's like lo-fi for your eyeballs. Yeah, it's, really, it's definitely relaxing. Was I, after my uh, comparison, that it looks like a light bright? <laughs> 1,000% it, <laughs> it looks like a light bright. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, Harry, you want to go next? You got something? Sure, yeah, let's go hard pivot. Okay. Uh, hard I, pivot. Yeah, Harry, <laughs> uh, Frank and Drake. Oh, <laughs> please tell me about Frank and yeah. Drake. So Frank and Drake by Chorus Worldwide is... Before I talk about what the game is, let's talk about the visuals. It is, first off, freaking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It is kind of like a... I, I could help. Yeah, please describe. So it's a fully rotoscoped game. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the technique of rotoscoping, rotoscoping is in the film world, and I know that the Frank and Drake team have done this as well. Um, you film all your scenes, like you film your movie, your cutscenes, whatever. Uh, Frank and Drake, Terry will mention in a second, it's a narrative driven adventure. So what they did was film everything, like actual, like real people, uh-huh. and. Road, the process of rotoscoping is going frame, frame by frame and tracing the footage and coloring the footage and and just like going like literally frame by frame like meticulously hitting every single detail. Is that like uh, the Faith game? Yes. Didn't they also yes, have they that? Yes, they did some rotoscoping as well. I've never heard of that in a game. 
It's, yeah. So they, they yeah, rotoscope the characters, but like the items around them look very point and clicky. Yeah. So it's like nice, colorful art style. Not colorful, so, like, mostly colorful art style, where you are playing as one of the characters. And it's day two, That's which I thought was very interesting. Something that's to be pocketed for the future. Where you're playing as this person, and it's kind of like a day in a day in the life of this guy. Who are you purposely like staying away from like what it is? Well, that's the thing. In the okay. beginning, you're like, you, what the hell is? Why am okay. I playing as this guy? Um, oh, they don't tell you right away. That's no. Cool. It's that's a great. young black guy who you just kind of walk out of your bedroom. You're like, oh man, what's up with my roommate? He always sleeps during the day. Oh my god, which is like very obvious what's about to happen. But um, <laughs> you kind of have some choices to do. You kind of click around, you see some items. It's almost like you're getting memories of him as well. So he looks in the mirror and he sees his mom and it's like, oh, hey, remember me? And it's super emotionally gripping. And I was getting choked up and I barely knew what was happening. I'm like, oh my God. Um, music was on point with the melancholy stuff and you're more of a what's going on. But once you kind of push from the what's going on to what am I doing, you're kind of going through the motions of this character's day and also making choices of what you want to do. So you have a choice between seeing person A and doing option B. I decided to see person A, and person A ended up being like an old neighbor that you help take care of because she's sick and she's kind of has like terminal disease or stuff like that. Um, so then you do things around the room, but while you're doing things around the room, it contextualizes all those things. So you might have, um, divorce papers from when she got divorced or um, there's death certificates about certain people in her family and then it tell it kind of explains like what happened and what her life was and then you, the one thing she wants is just now another choice you choose to t turn her on her favorite TV show so then you're doing like the TV antenna thing being like alright how do I get the picture in focus and then she starts smiling and then they kind of offer a few other things eventually you go back to your apartment and you um, get more clues about what's happening between this person and their roommate, and then you eventually switch to the other person. So when you switch to the other person, now you're this kind of like aloof person who has long hair, wears these circular glasses that are, I think, red or something. Very John Lennon glasses. Oh, yeah. And, and you're just like, oh, what are you up to? It's like, oh, man, I'm so tired. I'm going to help at the blood bank, and then stuff happens. Uh, nothing inappropriate, but it's just very interesting. Like, oh, a guy's got to eat. Like, but it's not like that sassy like I just did. But it's more like uh, I'm doing this because, like, what else am I gonna do? Um, and then, then fortunately, that's where I kind of had to taper off because um, I had another appointment. I were I, I very booked myself hard. Um, but yeah, I was so into it where I was. Be just... the better me. Took a solid delayed reaction. <laughs> I was like, oh. what do you say? Uh, but yeah, like, I'm, and I, and I told the people that I was talking to, I'm like, yeah, I'm all in on this. I just have to leave. And he's like, that's okay, you're almost done anyway. I'm like, all right, well, is there anything crazy that's at the end? Like, well, there's a little cut scene, so, like, if you come back, we'll show you it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to see this cut scene. Um, well, yeah, so the obvious thing that you're not kind of pointing out is that the, the game is like Frank as in Frankenstein, Drake as in Dracula. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's Frankenstein, Dracula. As, I think as I've heard of this game. Yeah, it's, it's really, something we've talked about in the past. Yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, and when I saw that email, I'm like, yup, I'm into this. Let's get more information. Yeah, um, it's something special. Yeah, and so far, I like how, like, in the environments, you can kind of look around. It might take a second or two to figure out what you're supposed to click, 
because they outline it slightly thicker so that you can kind of see the progression of it. But yeah, I'm all about it. Like, I want more about this game. So is this like... It's, a, it's almost like a point-and-click adventure game where you're... It's very guided on what you need to do. Are they aware that each other are, like... Like I don't think that was so. A sense. No, I don't. <laughs> they're aware of each like, other. Like I don't think like, Frank knows Drake is a Dracula. And a Dracula. I oh, Dracula, yeah. a vampire. Can I just really quick? That's oh, like, which makes sense what you said earlier. Yeah, yeah. he's like, what's up with that? Got it. Okay. Um, one of my favorite things that a person could say, and just like totally seriously, is call vampires Draculas. Like, yo, I you see all these fucking Draculas around. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? Have you encountered this? I mean, I once literally a, just once did in a while, that. yeah, yeah. I literally, literally, literally just did, did it. it. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, yeah. it's like look at all these, look at all these Dracula. Like, like you walk into a spirit Halloween and there's just like some mom in there <laughs> shopping around the vampire aisle. Like, look at this fucking Dracula's. In her defense, it might all be called Dracula's those costumes. It's like that. Probably, it's, yeah. it's like that video of that girl with all the geese. She's look like, at all, look these all these chickens. chickens. Yeah. <laughs> all these Draculas. Uh, the one last thing I will say about it is there was two instances where I played where. You did something, like you looked at a note, or you said you saw something that reminded you, or mentioned the other person, and then something appeared on the graph on the bottom left where it was two overlapping circles that looked like a Venn diagram. Mm -hmm. When you click into it, it says their bond increased yeah. for the better or worse, and so that's definitely going to be a gameplay mechanic that somehow is going to be factored in. Yeah, I remember. Um, so uh, I, I think they they are still working on it. So forgive me. Mm -hmm. You're listening to this, Chris, or anybody from Chorus. Um, Chris from uh, Player 2 PR, we were, we were going back and forth like for a couple of years on, on it just because I've been so fascinated about it. Um, I think there is like some sort of mechanic, and again, I could be talking out my ass here, um, where like Frank will like pass notes under the door to drag to drag and like the, you just like build a relationship it's just it's i think the like elevator pitch when it first got announced is it's a story about two best friends who never meet uh who like, never see cool. each other i like yeah. that yeah it's really cool and again like the rotoscoping thing um oh my god so that intrigues me more than like like that intrigues me quite a bit is more this than like the gameplay just the visualism at all yeah is this you say like rotoscoping is this Live action that they are rotoscoping no. onto a well, like, it, it, it was environment. It was filmed live action, but you trace over it to right. make it like look animated. Gotcha. Honestly, yeah. my best, and I don't know if this is like totally off, but like you know the Take on Me song, yeah, the music video, yeah, where, yeah, yeah, which it, is I would, yeah, like that's rotoscoping if you want if you need a mental visual, gotcha, okay. but in color. So like, not only is it black, like, yeah. is it like that cool motion, There's, but it's also in color. And that's the things that's moving in the game. Everything else is pretty much static. There's a lot of old, like, animation films, like, before the golden era of Disney that did stuff like that. So that's why, like, mm. I was thinking, because, like, there's one in particular where they filmed live action. It's a good one thing. I digress. Matt in the chat said the, the film, A Scanner Darkly. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. also yes, like yes. that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, fascinating ones done in games. Um, Kyle, like you said, uh, Faith. Uh, the Unholy Trinity um, did a bit of rotoscoping in a very like very unique fascinating one bit way but it, yeah it was rotoscoping it's just um, animation wise it's a very distinct style because it, it obviously like since it is tracing like a live person like an actor um, 
the way the animation looks and feels is very like overly fluid and like human like yeah. it's it's really for something like faith which like during our game of the year podcast um i just like raved about um is like fucking horrifying but in something like frank and drake it brings characters further to life mm-hmm. right no pun intended being two undead monsters <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, just shout out to Chorus for having a booth this year. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite publishers, and I'm so glad they're here showing off like an yeah, outstanding, an outstanding library. They got like half a whole uh, uh, aisle. Yeah, of <clears throat> just their stuff, which is good to see. Yeah, um, I could talk about a game that I was saving uh, from what I played yesterday, um, but then Kelsey played it today, and I'm gonna pick up my phone because I have notes. Um, from Kelsey. Shoe uh, Shumi? Yeah, Shumi. Shumi! Uh, has anybody else played Shumi Comes Home? I don't know. Yeah, Shumi Come Home? Um, Shumi Come Home is a... And I don't care. <laughs> Shumi Come Home and I don't care. Uh, a lovely little, like, character platformer, 3D platformer. Uh, he plays a little mushroom lad. Um, and you're just, like, you're wandering around a forest. And the demo, like, we... Don't really know what's going on narratively. I mean, given the title, I'm assuming you're leaving Shumi home. Um, no. Oh. Um, and you are just dropped in this forest, and it's sort of collectathony. It's sort of um, short hike esque, where you encounter uh, really charming characters. And they have a line of dialogue, for example, um, like, I, I met a, a little mushroom lad who, like, really liked to draw, but, like, he didn't have a drawing utensil anymore, so, like, hint, hint, you have to find something. Uh, and close by, you, like, climb up a hill, and uh, you, you'll find a pencil, like, stuck in the ground, and you bring it back. It's like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 here's a bunch of little green crystals, um... And it's a bunch of like a little, a little stuff like that, and like the main driving force of the of the demo is that there was a uh, lizard blocking a little tunnel that you need to go through. So you need to collect sixty. Of, so lizard uh, wanted to eat, and he wouldn't move until he could eat. Hmm. And it, you get the hint that from another character saying like, "Oh, I, you know, it looks like he'll move for a blueberry." And I, I think this guy over here, like, he he has a bloob. <laughs> and uh, you find the guy, and he's like, "Oh, I, you know, I'll, I, you know, I really want this this bloop, this blueby, um, but I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give it away for sixty crystals." So that becomes like kind of the the driving force for right. the the rest of the demo. So you're just exploring, just like looking around, seeing you go, just do like in a collectathony manner, doing, uh, just finding crystals on the ground. There are some environmental puzzles where, like, you have to, you'll find a flower and you drop it in, like, a, a lit up circle on the ground, like, corresponding to the color of the flower, and that'll reward you with something. Um, and yeah, like, little environmental puzzles like that. Or, and even, like, platforming puzzles. Like, and I use puzzles lightly. It's very casual and approachable. Like, it's mm-hmm. not trying to, like, really challenge the player, which is a good thing. Um, it, and I, you know, I, I mentioned short hike. It, it also, I mean, I, actually, that's an apt comparison because, like, it does the short hike thing where, like, there's a uh, like the Breath of the Wild like 
glider and, and stamina system, which is fantastic, which mm-hmm. can get upgraded throughout your experience depending on what you do and who you talk to and things you find. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's a really lovely time. I had such a blast with it. Uh, Kelsey also played it today. She says... Shimmy Come Home is fantastic. The game is so great. It's cute. It's funny. It's sassy. Uh, but I also feel for this little mushroom trying to get home. Uh, we'll be out in the next two to three months. Awesome. Um, yeah, fantastic. Uh, I think uh, behind Animal Well, honestly, it might be my my second favorite of the show so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fun, fun, <laughs> charming game. Hmm. Love it. Uh, Shumi. Shumi. Yeah, yeah, also like... Kelsey mentioned charming, sassy, like great writing, and um, doesn't take itself too seriously. But it's very, uh, yeah, it's fun. The paper mushroom heads that they're giving away is also very cute. Yeah, love it. I was very thrown off guard seeing a sea of mushrooms just like growing as well, the day I, went on. I literally thought for a second, I'm like, is this a Mario movie thing? Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Kyle? What about me? What about me? We haven't heard from Justin. What about us? Did you play something you want to talk about? I did. Alright, go for it. <laughs> so, I got to play Wild Mender today. Um, it's developed by Muse Games, published by Quali. Uh, I spoke to the level designer and the writer. His name is Cameron. And this is a cool game. It's not something I'm normally into. It's a survival gardening game. What? Yeah. So, uh, uh, One more time. Uh huh. Survival, survival gardening? gardening? Yeah. Rick with the necrodancer. So, the whole concept is pretty interesting. It What originally attracted me to it was the way that the trailers presented um, didn't really, like, tell me what the game was, like, to the depth that you get to understand it as you're playing it, obviously, but the aesthetic is what pulled me in. Mm-hmm. Part of the same reason I was drawn to Sable was, like, this kind of, like, ancient, torn-up desert world that somebody is exploring. Turns out it is set in a desert world where a spirit guardian uh, had, tells you essentially that the earth that you're on, like the world, was once like this beautiful, lush, life-filled land. Classic. And these uh, <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic video games. Classic. These wraiths have come in and essentially like purged life. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like imprisoned gods, and the people that Same. worship these gods have vanished because of the lack of the gods. The Wraith have pretty much, both like flora and fauna, have just been ripped from the land. And you are tasked with going out into this desert world and bringing life back to the land. Um, That's where the gardening aspect comes in, which Mm -hmm. is really interesting. Again, not something I'm normally into, but they go hard with the gardening. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) Yo, these gardenings should go hard. Well, it's crazy Their hoes have hoes. You would think. Oh God! Um, you would think that like it's just kind of like I got I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play this thing, and In that's gonna be it. But <laughs> I'm sorry, Justin. No, you're fine. Um, yeah. So you would think that it's just kind of like a simplistic like I'm gonna put this plant here, there, anywhere. But it's based on like is it a mold? Is it this type of tree? Is it this type of fern? Uh, how aerated is the soil? Is it going to get direct sunlight? Uh, are you Jeez. close to a wellspring? That's wild. Yeah. So all is this it too overwhelming? It sounds. Like yeah. Overwhelming. I was say, it sounds, sounds like, like it is, okay. but it's not, which is crazy. This is what like really like. I was like, oh, this might be my jam, even though I don't really play games like this. Right. 
Um, the survival aspects are interesting as well. So as you're doing all of this, did that rain? No, it's the, the AC. Oh, oh my god! I was like, whoa. As you're doing all this, you are essentially surviving. There's thirst. There's health. Mm. There's even mana. Um, mana is mana. given to you by gods. Like the gods that were, you know, ripped away by the wraiths are pretty much like your classic genie in a bottle. Like they're contained to their not tombs, but like these relics of themselves. Okay. And you're essentially trying to bring back life to the land and revitalize these old like cities that the wraith or that the gods were in. You're not building buildings though, which is the interesting part. They said that there was a huge emphasis on organic growth to the land and not building like oh, word of last night, organic. Organic, yeah, true. Shot it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Steel Battalion. Yeah, Steel Battalion. No, but yeah, so it's cool. You're like digging to create water wells, so water will naturally deplete. So if you're like digging too far, you're gonna like deplete an entire water well, which will mess up everything that you've done in this one area. Um, you're building walls. You're not building like buildings, but you are building walls and pathways because the desert is violent. There are sandstorms that'll roll through, there are dust devils that'll come through and uproot everything. And while you're doing all this, you're also able to like go out into the open world and traverse, like climb and glide and rip down the sand dunes, which is pretty cool. Like you can like kind of skate down these sand dunes. You eventually unlock abilities where you can like skate up them because of things that are happening with the gods that you're like freeing. Yeah. But it's it's just an interesting take on a survival game that I haven't seen before. It's I find it interesting to like I'm I'm a huge sucker for going to the lost land and like figuring sure, out what yeah. happened. But the idea of like as you're doing this, you're bringing life back is a really cool thing because your progression is literally visually represented. Like you start off in this barren wasteland and they had, they had demo stations open that they were letting people come in and play. And each station, even though it's the same world, looked vastly different because of the way that people were planning things or building walls or putting paths down. And it's up to four player co-op, which I found interesting as well. So you can go with your friends and either like build your own little locale area or be like, okay, I'm going to break off north. You should go to the southeast and see if you can find anything in this ridge. And all of a sudden, somebody might find a plant that's like super beneficial for what you're trying to do in this other area. It just seems like a really interesting take on survival that I haven't seen before. What's the game look like? Um, it's got a bit of a Breath of the Wild vibe to it. Okay, so like, like 3D... It's, yeah, it's okay. like a third-person 3D kind of like action adventure okay, yeah but it's not action there's not actually right much combat in, okay but there is it's strange so it's you have status effects and those status effects can like passively affect things that are going on in the world but you're never like directly attacking things mm -hmm. so it's again it's kind of similar to animal well in that regard where you're not like directly going out and like killing things right. but you are inadvertently affecting the things that are trying to, you know, burden you. Sure. But yeah, it's, it's a really cool take on survival. Uh, again, not something I'm normally into, but I think it's a really cool way to, like, get people into something like sure, this. Yeah. It's And it's really pretty. It has that sable aesthetic where it's, like, lots Ooh. of, like, cloaks and wrappings and old, cool. like, worn-out buildings that are worn down by the sands of time. Like, very mystique and kind of, like, old-worldy. It's like, I want to know what's going on here. Yeah. Nice. Wow. 
Oh, awesome. <laughs> you can customize your gear, which is oh, cool. cool. But it's all, instead of like unlocking dies and things like that, you can just do it right from the jump with like sliders cool. and That's everything. Good. Yeah. Do you want to say you? No, I'm good. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Now what's it, what was this? Wild Mender. Wild Mender. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Let me tell you about a toad skater. Ollie, Ollie Toad or Ollie Frog? Ollie Frog Toad Skater. Let's fucking go. Is what I wanted Skatebird to be. Mm, yeah. um, it, you right. are. It is a Tony Hawk skateboarding game, but you are a toad as a skater, and you can customize the toad whatever, however you want. And boy, oh boy, it feels like Tony Hawk. I'm a little toad. I'm a little toad. Do you use your tongue for anything? No. Don't ask. Don't ask me for a good time, Harry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, the the grinding felt great. The the tricks, the the kickflips. You're collecting letters like skate from Tony Hawk. Fuck yeah. Um, level could be a little bit more fleshed out and sure. pretty to look at, but the the bones are there, and it's uh, like I picked it up and it felt like I was playing a Tony Hawk game, and that's kind of what I want from a skateboarding. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's uh it's awesome. I think it's a, like a two person team. Yeah. Um, it, it's very cute. The 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 custom uh, customization options for the toad are incredible. Awesome. The colors. Uh, you have a butterfly on your back as like wings. Uh, it's very very cute. It's it's a really good time, and nobody was playing it. I just walked right up yeah. and, and played it, which is a bummer because it's awesome. What is this called? Ollie Frog Toad, Toad Skater. It's right by Animal Well. Okay. Yeah. So it's tucked away over there in that this corner. This is something I backed on Kickstarter over the pandemic, over lockdown. And um, I was happy to see that I was, that I was here. And I'm just so relieved that it feels good. It feels fantastic. Because, so like, relieved. my issue with Skatebird is it felt too floaty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of floatiness here, but it's not, like, it's not bad at all. Right. And, like, I... I genuinely do like Skatebird for what it is. Yeah. Um, I think it's, like, the leading into, like, the, the bird flapping mechanics yes, that, like, kind of, like, starts yep. making it throw, get thrown mm-hmm. off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm so thrilled to hear that. It feels it's, good. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got nothing, so, like... <laughs> right. I can go another one. Oh, here. I, I, got, I got Kelsey. One um, more. How about... Let's do... Kelsey's really close. Okay. Uh, Sugar Shack, which I I personally don't know much about, but uh-huh. Kelsey played it earlier. She says, quote, Wow, the visuals are incredible. Both the 3D aspect and the painted look texture on the assets in the game. There's farming, there's management sim, you collect sap from trees, there's also an overcooked aspect minus the Ooh. chaos and panic. Uh, like there's not five fires going there's not five fires going while you're chopping mushrooms. I believe she said up to four players. So I'm assuming it's an overcooked uh, like, I'm, I'm game. Look it up on Steam. She said Sugar Shack? Sugar Shack. It's a Sugar maple Shack, syrup management game. Interesting. That's kind of cool. Uh, in a cozy magical forest inspired by Quebec lore and art. Quebec lore? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no offense to Grab Canadians. some friends, fire up the boiler, and let the syrup flow. Huh. Yeah, it definitely looks like an overcooked vibe. That's awesome. And it, around maple syrup. That's kind of cool. It's awesome. run on maple syrup? Yeah. Aren't you? It's classified. Okay. 
other game Kyle and Harry checked out today was a world premiere game world called premiere. Wrestle Story by oh, TikTok yes. Games. I did forgot to write that down. Mm. So, <laughs> Wrestle me. Story by TikTok Games is a combat wrestling game that is a RPG where you collect, not collect, but you get team members to face bad guys who took over heels, baby. heels, yes, the heels who took over areas of the lore. So you have to <laughs> defeat a big they bad. T- they took over the five baby faces that everyone thought they couldn't be beat. Yeah, so like the unbeatable people were beaten by the heels. <laughs> what? Um, Wrestling terms. Baby faces are good guys. Heels are bad guys. Oh, is that where that came from? Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. The yes. heels I didn't I'm get. I'm like, okay. And, and like you're you're a wrestler from Jobberville, and jobbers are people who all they do are lose. Oh, uh, so there's definitely... There's so definitely there's hidden even, is that a real thing? There's even more jobbers, hidden yeah. puns. This is like... A wrestling game made he's for wrestling a, He's games. a wrestling fan who made a wrestling game. Yeah. yeah. So it's so it looks like a 3D anim, animated version kind of thing where um, it's a 3D environment. You're kind of going from area to area, just doing very basic puzzle things um, to get to turn-based. <laughs> Time out. I didn't mean to smack your head away up, but that was just me. Well, I wasn't. Uh, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mean to like, I no, no, no. here. I figured oh, yeah. you were like, I don't need help. Be the better you. Yeah. Oh my no. God. Be the, uh, what's better, it? Me. Be the better, better me. Be the better me. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, wrestle quest. So, yeah, you wrestle pick. Story. Wrestle story. No, yeah, wrestle story. Wrestle story. Wrestle story. Wrestle story. Yes. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, you make your character. You kind of traverse through the world. Um, it seemed like we went from one place to another pretty quickly, so I think there's definitely more in the game that we are aware of. Mm-hmm. But. The gameplay is really fun because you're choosing characters um, and they have attacks and abilities that can be weaknesses to other enemies. So like there's seven abilities like strength, mental acuity, stuff like that. Um, And it's really fun to figure out the combinations that work for max minning your character because there's RPG mechanics. Min-maxing. Not max minning. (laughs) You're so offended. I'm sorry, it's the term. I don't mean to actually. But why would it matter which direction I said? Oh, that's just the term. I don't know. It's just phonetically pleasing. Like the YouTube channel, MinMax. Or the podcast, the MinMax podcast. I mean, you have that same Which is also the YouTube channel, MinMax. (laughs) Finding out the weaknesses are fun. I forgot we're not record or we're not doing video, so people don't see the the disdain in my eyes. (laughs) The bits. Nobody sees the bits. Yeah. And yeah, it's. It's good because you're finding ways of combining RPG mechanics with turn-based role-playing games. Um, and then it also has those like dynamic actions where you're picking an attack, but then you also have to be precise with like a, a very it's quick, quick time. It's the Super Mario yeah, kind of thing. Where you have to do a QTE to maximize how much damage you can do. Um, and if you do it well enough, you might get like a second hit, mm-hmm. or you could do a, a one-two punch, or if the character is low enough, you could do a double... Like a double tag double team, yeah. where it does like a whole little like ten second little video of you like absolutely destroying that guy, mm-hmm. um, and then to knock them out, you have to do a tap out. So they have to you you have to do one two three, they're out, and then they're gone on the play field, um, which was fun. It's cool. There's a lot of fun jokes, and I guess there's even more for the wrestler fans. Yeah, there's a lot of wrestling yeah. terms that I, that was cool to see. Uh, no, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> You're not really a wrestling person, right, Harry? No. 
did you still did you feel like I don't know what the the correct like way to say this is, but like did it feel like gatekeepy for you at all? Absolutely like being not. like heavy on the wrestling terms. Nope. Because okay, uh, anything I didn't get, I just it just went over my head and I just kept going. Okay. Uh, cool. I was like la la la. Um, <laughs> but what I liked was they they very lean they might they very much lean into the we know this is insanely goofy. We're just gonna be silly. Uh, we're gonna be tip top shaping that precision on it. But it's gonna be like the animations of the facial expression is really goofy. They're doubling down on how like, wow, we're gonna be crazy like with those wrestler trucks. And like, like when you find a weakness, like the commentators come on and like, oh, he found what he's weak to or something like you know, yeah. way more clever than that. But like they're definitely <laughs> leaning into the the shenanigans of yes. it with the wrestling. That's good. Not just the we're punching someone and knocking them out and that's the end of the game. It's this is a whole spectacle. Um, for us to experience, uh-huh. um, and ultimately, it's kind of like those wrestling stories where you're the underdog, and I'm assuming you're eventually going to be the head honcho at the end of it, and be like, "I conquered all five of them. Look at me, I'm the winner." And yeah. then I cut, and then like, no, that's it. Like, unless they do some banana things with the story, which could happen because wrestling stories go yeah. pivot all the time into insane angles. Yeah. So. Um, regardless, I'm like super jazzed about this game. Like, and it's it, it's very interesting that we're getting two pro wrestling RPGs so, at the same time. And we booked the appointment with no idea what game right. we're it was. Right. It was an unannounced was... game. And I'm like, you know what? Let's take a risk. Whatever. Sometimes it pay off. Sometimes right. it doesn't. This was absolutely a banger payoff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love this aesthetic way more than WrestleQuest. So <clears throat> it's worth bringing it up again. You, Kyle, played WrestleQuest last, last year at PAX. Uh, and same. you weren't. Oh, you also. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I forgot what your opinion was, but Kyle, I know you weren't crazy about it. Yeah. I, I mean, like the idea of it. I like the look of WrestleQuest yeah. with like the action figures. Sure. Uh, there was just something to me. I felt like it relied too heavily on pro wrestling that we know of, like the old school wrestlers and whatnot that are real and they're in the game, and it wasn't exactly the story that I wanted. This is goofy enough, and they're telling a unique story where I feel like as the character we're playing as yeah. has more to do than WrestleQuest, and more of a character in themselves. Yeah, and this is like more like PAX T or whatever, <laughs> but uh, it's interesting that like more people are kind of in the same line of thought coming out of this PAX this time around. Uh-huh. And it's funny that like similar to Mina the Hollower, I feel like WrestleStory is like the talk of the show. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. TikTok games, are, I, I don't know what else they've done. Bark. They, they did Bark. Bark is oh, really good. Oh, they did do Bark. Yeah, yeah, that's a know. great game. Okay. I love that. I, I, lo- I really like my time. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. Did they also do that, uh, not Wordle, but like it was, it's that Word RPG? That Absolutely. They, that, that was that, right? That's one of the games we saw last year in love. Yeah. That game is so good. Yeah, there's such a It was thing. a roguelike. Yeah, the roguelike like make a game, game from like 16 from almost like not Scrabble. The uh, the other game, the bo- like did you shake it? Boggle. Boggle. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Oh my god, yeah, that was also fantastic. Yeah, yeah they're they're such a talented studio. I'm pretty sure that released sometime last year. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's cool to see their progression after I I I don't know how many games they've developed, but if it is these three games, like it's fantastic or it's fascinating to see the progression from the word game that I'm, I'm blanking on. Writer's Block? Writer's Block, yes. Which is hilarious because that's yeah. what we just said. <laughs> uh, writer's Block, Bark, and now something like this, like a full on RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool. 
Yeah, yeah. No. that is awesome. Um, it's all, I feel like they're almost like the best hidden gem that no one's talking about because like every yep. game that they showed off at the very least is good if not great. So yeah, I remember we did bark during E three the the weird E three. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I really like bark. Mm-hmm. It's a fun little uh, shmup with with dogs. It's very hard. I that's what I remember. Bark, yeah. Yeah, I was like, whoa, this is challenging me like it's nobody's business. I have to if if writer's block is out, I might honestly like I might pick it up for the train ride home. That's they also made Adventures of Pip. Oh my oh, god, snap. dude, I did love they really? How did we not remember? I that? love Adventures of Pip. Dude, yeah. Adventures of Pip is so good. Mm-hmm. June twenty fifteen. Holy shit. I, I totally forgot about that too. Wow. They gave me a code last year and everything. And I was like, Oh yeah, now <laughs> it's all coming back to me. Like, huh. Dude, Adventures of Pip is so good. Is that the one where you start as like the little block and you go It kinda goes from like eight bit to sixteen bit, bit to yeah, thirty two yeah. bit. Yeah. Also worth noting, Writer's Block did not release yet. Okay, oh, sweet. Bark released in twenty twenty one, like yeah, we were saying that weird that. uh packs and then Russell Stories to be in eventually. Okay. So yeah, cool. cool stuff. And Rift of the Necrodancer. No. They are developing it. Really? Mm-hmm. What, Brace just... yourself games and TikTok games. Wow. Holy shit. I didn't shit, know that either, dude. yeah. They're out here. So they're that was one of your favorites from yesterday. Yeah. yeah that's so they the... are absolutely bangers <laughs> wow holy shit yeah rift is really good we talked about it yesterday but it's like harry the pseudo sequel to crypto necrodancer yeah i mean i i saw little clips just now and i'm like yo this is my jam yeah you should play it it's really good oh my god it looks also like guitar hero it's it's like step mania yeah it's oh my hero, god I, oh, yeah. and i just added it to my wish list awesome which you should do everyone listening Yes, wishlist games. games, please. It does wonders for the devs. Yeah. Oh, um, do it, do it. Who else got stuff? Do it, do it. Mm, <laughs> how, played... how much more ham do we want to go? Do we want to do like one more? How are we on I know time? we have the combo one. Um, We've only been recording an hour. It's only, I mean, that's great, but like. <laughs> you got work to do though, so I don't want to. No, I, I, uh, I played a quick game called Trinity Fusion. Fusion? Yeah, I need to get my hands on that. Um, I was eyeballing that today. Tell me about it. It was, first of all, <laughs> the booth was very weirdly run. Okay. Like, the devs were just off to the side, and it was up to everyone who wanted to play to, like, oh, oh, it's your turn. <laughs> Go play. Uh, it was wild. Um, it's community based. Yeah. Uh, it is like a. It reminds me of Foregone, Mike. Ooh. Um, okay. Metroidvania S, but you play as the same character. In three different timelines. Oh my god! So you can choose which timeline you can you want to play in, and they have distinct looks and different weapons and abilities. Um, This sounds up my alley's book. It is super fun. It is kind of difficult. Dodging and evading enemies enemy attacks is kind of why you give me that look for. Because I like it. Oh, I thought I said something wrong. Like organic. I like um, it. I love. I like it a lot. It is a little difficult. I died a bunch. The demo bugged out of me, and then I felt the eyes in the back of my head of everyone else. <laughs> like, all right, you died. It's time up. I was like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll get off. But I liked what I played. Um, uh, I liked the first version of the character I played, where she has a um, oh my god, a hook shot, and there's like glowing things that you can traverse across uh, long distances by hookshotting onto these glowing orbs okay. uh, tra- to traverse and whatnot. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it's awesome. 
It's a good time. I kind of remember. And it's soon, too. It's like yeah. April 13th. Oh, awesome. On Steam and Epic, I think. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That kind of reminds me, um, apparently we need to check out Doomblade. I've I mean, heard about Doomblade. Yeah, Someone told me about Doomblade. I, I think Kelsey was talking about yeah. it. She was playing something else, and then the publisher was like, hey, we got something on our hands that if you're a Metroidvania person, yeah. you need to play it. Also, let me, take, let me take this second here. If any devs are listening, if you're coming to PAX, don't make your demos too long. Yeah. I was waiting for a game. It's called Chrono Sword. It's a pixel Souls-like game. It looks awesome. Where you, It's time travel involved. Oh, hell I yeah. was waiting in line for maybe 20 minutes. And then I overheard somebody talk. ask about how long the demo was. They said, oh, the demo is a half hour long. I was four deep. I was going to be waiting two hours to play that demo. And there was four stations. And everything was five deep. Like, yeah, that's a... Yeah. It's a long demo. Yeah, yeah. And it felt like they weren't kicking people off either. So. Yeah. Pro tip, pro tip. Bit, of, bit of a bummer. Yeah. yeah. If it's behind closed doors in the third Oh, minutes, that's fine. Yeah. Totally that's fine. fine. But if it's on the show floor, I think that's a bit of a heavy ask. Yeah. That's like, um... Remember, it must have been 2018, 2019. I mean, you had the... Well, Sheen Dreams elsewhere. That was a very long game. That was too. very long. Um, do, you remember, so. do you remember After Party? Yeah, you. that was like a 45-minute thing. That was, yeah. That was On like, the show floor? Yeah. yeah. That was like a 45-minute <laughs> demo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. I'd be like, yeah, I would be like, I would watch it, someone else play, and be like, that's enough for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. No way. But yeah, that sounds great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Trinity Fusion's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Well, I take a second to shout out Hyde's Haunted Seek. Yeah. Please. Oh, yeah. Just, Justin Hyde's Haunted yeah. Seek. Apparently, I saw it, I wanted to play it, but it was full. This is an extra life game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, I didn't get a chance to catch if it was like a couch co-op, because it's very, like, they, the stations that they had set up, they had two, uh, two to three people on one station, which was the people, the ghosts, uh-huh. and you, the third person, so it was two people on one station playing as ghosts. Yep. And then one person alone on a different station playing the hunter, playing the uh, yeah, like seeker the hunter, or whatever. The it is. Yeah. But it's really cool because there's like a tutorial to it where you know you're using your flashlight to find what is essentially like little specters. It like comes in the forms of like animals or handprints and things like that. You can like zap them with your flashlight, and that all of a sudden gives you kind of like the 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 golden path thing going on that tells you where this object that you're trying to find is. Mm-hmm. Uh, each ghost hides one of their own objects, and the goal is for the seeker to find both objects before the ghosts trap you and are able to summon um, pretty much like this crazy specter man with long arms. <laughs> He's a clown. He has a name. Stand by. I will tell you his name. His name is the specter man. His name is Peter Periot. Peter Perriot? Yeah. Okay. Perriot. I feel like Peter Perriot was the living version of uh, Petey. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, he is now. <laughs> yeah, that's the new lore. It's the new lore. So, yeah, next year, that's going to be our backstory. Yeah, they're just going to get the rights. <laughs> I had a chance to play as both the Seeker and the Hunters, or the Ghosts and the Human, and very different, like, experiences on both ends. So the person like the seeker is in first person 
and you're walking around with this flashlight, and you're, you know, zapping things, like I said, trying to find the things. The whole time that this is happening, the other two people are playing, essentially, an isometric ghost game, where they have an overlay of the entire manor that you're in, mm-hmm. and they're going around, pretty much, from room to room, and they can see classic, like, stealth, top-down stealth, where, like, there's the cone of vision, cone of it, yeah. except the cone of vision is your flashlight. If they get caught in it, you can like essentially reset them, and it gives them a five-second timer, which gives you more time to find what you're looking for. Because the goal is to thwart them by uh-huh. my word of the night. Yours was organic, mine is thwart. Got it. Um, yeah, so you stop them from you know having Peter Perios drag you to hell. But it's cool because they can like possess objects, and if you're not looking, they can. I was trying to be a little more fucking stealth with that. Come closer because you're a little too far from the mic. Ah. <laughs> they can possess objects and essentially like block off doorways. Or the person I was playing with, we didn't speak about this at all. But we had to. The person who was the human was like investigating something, and I was like, "So smaller objects you can't possess. You can levitate and move around and like throw." So I would distract somebody with like throwing this cup into a corner and they would like throw their light over into the corner and then me and the person that we're playing as ghosts would both possess two different benches and then just like close them in and like force them around (laughs) but the human if they like get the idea that you're in the object they can grab it and like shake it and flash you out of it which then um don't flash me out of anything please yeah (laughs) it sounds like a g-rated version of phasmophobia so they said that their main inspiration was Luigi's Mansion. Ah, and they was, oh hell yeah! They wanted to take the ideas of like a horror-based party game like Phasmophobia, mm-hmm. but make it a little bit more family-friendly, like game nightish, instead of like gripping horror. They want to be able to like kick back on the couch, drink, have some laughs, yeah. and like like yeah. a haunted mansion kind of vibe yeah. instead of so, horror. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. And it's it's a blast. Mm-hmm. It's Good. a little bit hard to get down from the human like the seeker side of things mm-hmm. because it is very much like you are outnumbered these things can face through walls and like possess objects oh, and geez. like i'm not gonna lie i was kind of being an asshole <laughs> <laughs> i would possess be objects. better you <laughs> be better me. not not in high taunted manner uh it's my manner <laughs> but i would possess objects and then just like move them in front of doorways so they couldn't get out and then like people that my partner would come in and like block the other doorway off well, that sounds like an appropriate strategy. Yeah. yeah. Like, that doesn't seem... Reminds me of that other haunted party game where you... It's like um, Gmod Hide and Seek, but you possess different yeah. inanimate objects. Well, it's also... A, what is it? A, war, a Call of Duty mode, right? Oh, Prop Hunt. Prop Hunt. But no, there, there's... We were looking at it because we were going to do a Let's Play of it yep. around Halloween. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it's called. Yep. To go with your mentioning of phasmophobia, though, and you know how, like, in phasmophobia, you can tell what you're hunting based off, like, what it's doing or, like, the things that it leaves behind. Mm. Right now in the demo, they're very much kind of, like, not rudimentary, but, like, the default ghost. I was told that they are planning to make Peter, and they have uh, another one planned named Greta Gibson, who's going to be, like, this maiden of the manor. Okay. And they, they plan on having more and more specters that have their own custom... They call them pranks. So, like, uh-huh. possessing objects, throwing things, like, waving music. You can, like, boil a bathtub full of blood and, like, hands come out and, like, you're, like, oh, yeah. Hot. This stuff is, like, crazy. <laughs> but Sounds like a Harry's Alley, for sure. 
It's, it sounds like a game that I will never play. <laughs> well, no. It's, it's, it's not scary. Yeah, yeah like, it scary. sounds yeah. way more G-rated, so I'll probably be like, oh, this is cute, but... All this stuff is, like, cute, funified versions of, like, horrific situations. Yeah, who doesn't love blood <laughs> with hands coming out of yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, no. It's my favorite. It's, it's my favorite blood. Yeah, that's my favorite CD album. Hand blood. Yeah, like, it's like, hands coming out of blood in bathtubs is number one, and then the blood of my body, number two. And then, amen. Uh, I feel like I have to say amen after that. Like I'm in Catholic church. I like the B side where it's uh, be a better me. Be a better me. Can I just like something I've never complimented? I guess is the term. I, I love Harry's laugh and like the the silent agape mouth. <laughs> In case you didn't hear it, that it just occurred. Yeah. <laughs> In case you didn't hear my silence. Uh, no, it, it gets bad when I totally break, and then you, <laughs> during the you, panel, yeah, time? and then you hear some random guy wailing in the middle of the st- the panel. You're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Uh, so oh Kyle had his God. video game trivia panel tonight. Yeah, uh, I lost. Fantastic. Yeah. Didn't know the answer to uh, Big Cat. I knew the answer. He buzzed in before me. I wish your shirt's collar was that big. I know, right? <laughs> uh, you also didn't know the answer to when Big the Cat premiered. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Damn, shots fired. Big the Cat. Um, but yeah, our friend uh, Brendan Groom passed the controller uh, as they were like plugging, <laughs> as they're everyone's plugging their stuff tonight. Uh, Brendan says something along the lines of like, yeah, follow me at bgroom and passcontroller.io. Also, everybody listening, go follow. Um, but he ended with like, yeah, or don't contact me, I don't care. And Harry, two seats away from me, I just see fucking cackling in the crowd. And nobody else is like, he is, was so good. He is the only fucking individual in the entire arena making any sort of yeah. noise. And there's hundreds of people there. So it's just and it was like all silent except for Harry. Uh, but the thing Brendan did was he did a slow turn as if as if like a famous woman like was asking, Oh my god, who are you wearing? And she's like, I'm not gonna fucking talk to you and then like do the turn and walk away. Like if Brendan was if he was sitting if he wasn't sitting, he would have turned around and then just walked out the door after that comment. And he'd be like, Yeah, follow me on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or don't and then walks out and be seen again. Like my, Oh my god, it was so good. <laughs> my favorite part of that though? Uh, like sure, like everybody else in the room, like everybody's silent. I'm sure that's yeah. chaotic enough. I feel bad for the individual next to you. Uh, the guy <laughs> on my left, he was great. He knew almost like all the answers. Oh, He's like, oh, isn't it going to be this? I'm like, you should be up there. He's like, ah. ah. Also, Is I would like to... Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I would also like to point out for the last question. So the last question was... Uh, that was an easy last question, Jacob. I will say that right now. So, Harry's guess. So, uh, well, uh, would you like to... Oh yeah, uh, what was Duke Nukem held the record for the longest game from first trailer to final release of like eight years or whatever, or probably even longer. What is the the new record, the record holder, holder for, for fourteen months and four, fourteen years and ten months? Yeah, first for, trailer shown off in two thousand eight. So first trailer shown off in May two thousand eight. Yes. Harry turns to me. He's like, "Do you think it's Parasite Eve?" <laughs> <laughs> The PS1 horror game, <laughs> Parasite Eve. Uh, answer is obviously Beyond Good yeah, Evil Beyond 2 and everyone got it right. Um, and I said, Harry, I don't think Parasite Eve for the PS1 came out in 2008. 
or was <laughs> revealed in 2008. <laughs> I'm trying to find the game I'm thinking of then. PC game longest. I for before I read the second half, I was like, oh, it's it Last Guardian. Because that was also a very the, long. The initial thought thing. also was uh, Dead Island too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Jacob maybe because it was on the show floor. But granted, he researched these yeah. probably a long time ago. Yeah. So what's the P- there's a PC game that's like a space mm-hmm. sim mm-hmm. where you like System make shop. Star Citizen. Star Citizen, the one that's like oh, so Jesse also like keep a parenthesis Star Citizen. So that game's been in early access access since the wheel was <laughs> early <invented>. access because <laughs> that's the one that like people pay for but it's not actually released there's yeah, like a whole like okay. alright so that's what I was thinking because oh, okay. I'm like that's never released so maybe that's it and I, that for some reason Parasite Eve keeps popping in my head <laughs> yeah Star Citizen there we go uh, is that the one with the fuel rats the Star fuel Citizen rats? yeah well, have you heard that story it's pretty crazy no is it uh, but <laughs> yeah, Star Citizen Alpha 3.18.1 update Woo! one hour ago. So oh, wow, that's okay. fine. Yeah, go figure, right? Wait, it went they like they literally updated the game an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, loading spectrum. Is it 1.0? I don't know. Like at some point, why even release a final build if they're just well? I mean, that's updated. probably their logic. They're probably yeah. like, we're making bank anyway. Why change exactly. what we got? Exactly. Why give people a product when those who give us money anyway? That's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's like WTF. Wait, we got stuff. All right, we'll stop WTF in. Can't, can't tell you a game that I really want to give money to. No. Demon School. Can we wait on that? Because I'm playing it tomorrow. Okay. Ooh, we'll nice little preview. And Ooh. Like, little, uh, uh, yeah. I'll say right now, though, Bad Couch. Yeah. Oh, Bad Couch? Yeah. It, was, it was nice to sit in, <laughs> but it was so low. When I tried to get up, I couldn't. Yeah. I was like, I was I in almost, that like yeah. s- mid squat stage. I was like, "Come on, Kyle, just push, get up, get up." <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I look like an imbecile. You know, what uh, I, mean? I want to talk. About I that. look like the imbecile because I pressed the wrong button and that resulted in not oh. a great thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you like to talk about tomorrow? Century. Century. Yes. This is a game that caught my eye. I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet, despite being at the booth for an hour. Ooh. Because I talked to their team lead Ooh. the entire time about this game. Mm. So. We're gonna get into that tomorrow. Sweet. But mm. I'm gonna play this game and report back because mm. sure. it seems like it's juicy. <laughs> <laughs> can you cl- collaborate? Can you? Um, I wish we had video for that you moment. Can kind of justify too. what was the point of that? What you did? <laughs> I'll just find anything here. Interpret it for yourself. Right? Be the better me. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Space hurtling at a million miles an hour. We're all gonna die eventually. <laughs> I have like four things to say. I'm like, no, all those are way too bad. To I know say Justin's very busy at home oh, doing real life stuff. I so want a green light, just a podcast of Justin and Harry. <laughs> I don't think I can bring the green light. Oh, Justin and Harry's my favorite friend from Drake's. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 134 <laughs> of the 61 IndieCast, the PAX East Day 2 Bonanza. Um, Bonanza. <laughs> Bonanza. Bananarama. Uh, tomorrow is our last day at PAX East. So, uh, well, Saturday is our last day at PAX East. So you will get our uh, day three PAX East episode Sunday morning while we're on the train back home to New York. Yeah. Uh, 
Thank you so much for listening. Love you very much. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you have anything you want us to check out today, tweet at us. Quickly. Um, yeah, very quickly tweet at us. Um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do our best to go check it out. Okay, y'all. Bye. Bye. I love you. Be a better bean. Mike, just... Be a better bean? Just <laughs> Big the Cat blink. <laughs> that... Uh, yes. I can, I can confirm that Big, uh, big the Cat blinks. Because that was Nightmare Eyes. Yeah, I was going like... to say, every picture of him looks like he's so, like, an old one. So... <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, uh, Bloodborne. The gut. Uh, oh, I was thinking eh. Lovecraft. Uh, well, I guess, Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, um, I can. I, I'll have to go back to Sonic Adventure, the two Sonic Adventure games, to confirm. But in Sonic Frontiers, it's a very slow blink. Ooh. It's a very <laughs> slow. So it's a cat blink. showing that they trust you. It's true. True. See, oh, because in true. Sonic Frontiers, you're fishing with Big Cat, and it's just like a very relaxing time. The, the, the picture of him with Bowser... Wait, Big the Cat is a she? No. Oh. It's a cat. It's a cat. It's, said, a, it's a man. Uh, He's oh, a man. It's a cat. He's a man. He's a man. Man cat. Man I am man cat. Be a better me. Be a better me. <laughs> be a better me. Can we get be a better me merch? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm stopping the recording. Good night. Uh, uh, that was